Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I am joined by my partner. Uh, this is Vincent Williams of It's All Soul Wednesdays, 8 to 10 on G-Town Radio. Tonight, we are celebrating Vince's birthday. Yeah, buddy. I'm not wearing a hat, but I should. Yes, you should. <laughs> yes, you should. For falling debris. <laughs> save it save it for the save it for the critique because <laughs> there, there's a whole lot of stuff flinging all around as um we review tyler perry's temptation confessions of a marriage counselor yes from 2013 13. starring journey smollett yes um i want to give her her full journey name. smollett bell is her married name that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Journey Small at Bell, um, as well as Lance Gross. Yes. Vanessa Williams. Nope. You're wrong. You already messed it up. Why? Because Kim Kardashian gets third billing. I was going to her last. No, you can't do last because she gets third, which I think is important. It. Th- th- you're right. Okay. You're fair enough. That is important that she actually does get third billing. Third billing goes to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Buckle up, folks. Followed by Vanessa Williams and Robbie Jones and Renee Taylor. Yes. Uh, as well as a um, long overdue, and well, it's a long time since I've seen her, Ella Joyce. Right. You skip Brandy Norwood. And Brandy Norwood. See, the hate has crawled into your mind it on has. this already. It has. We, are, we review this for Vince's birthday. This was his birthday wish. This was my birthday wish. For those of you who are longtime listeners, you know very fairly early on i mean it's been a minute we we did uh why did i get married and i said that was lynn's tyler perry movie yes and now i have a tyler perry movie <laughs> so here we go before we get into that uh as always we like to review any and all of the feedback that we have gotten we thank each and every one of you that emails us at michelle mission at gmail.com as well as hit us up, hit us up on Facebook and on Twitter at Michelle Mission. Um, we received a comment, a lot of comments, a, a lot of accolades. All right. For our review of Coming to America with Ms. Simone Missick. Right. And those accolades were for me and you. No, they were mostly for Simone. They, they were for me and you. Well, they were mostly for Simone. Like it was me and you featuring Simone Missick, right? So that it was about us. It wasn't about her. Well, actually, um, no, of course it wasn't about us. I may have written in. <laughs> actually, Steve hit us up and said that outstanding Michelle Mission episode. If there was a Patreon where you can actually donate, uh, right, to your right, favorite right. Shows, if there was a Patreon to make her a permanent guest, <laughs> I would donate immediately. I don't know how much of a Patreon that would be, but all right, sure. <laughs> Charmel hit us up. Hey, Charmel. Hey, Charmel. Long time no see. She gave us a four standing novations. Nice. Um, or or perhaps she gave Simone four standing gave, novations. Gave Simone four. Because yeah. she gave her the standing novations and then said, she's amazing. Yes, yes, so yes. I think that's for Simone. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, Mo2K. Okay. Hit us up and said that this review is getting me through the day today. Oh, well, that's good. So, oh, when was he listening to it? 
Uh, is is it dated? I thought maybe he was listening to a Tuesday. No, he wasn't. Listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't believe he was listening to right. it on Tuesday. I was about to say, Tuesday, you need some alcohol. But <laughs> Oh, boy, did you? Um, let's see. Manford T. Oliver. Okay. Yeah, that's a familiar name. What's going on? Thanks for the Simone Mystic episodes. I hope y'all have her and Dorian back. We would love to. And we actually plan to yes. in February you, uh, in time for Valentine's is, Day. Is, is, is is that nailed down? You are the talking on we out look, loud about stuff we planning and we talked about it. I mean, we hey we man, talked about it hey, with her, and she said exactly hey, when. Hey, she said we would have to hey, do it like the last you got it. week of January, you first week of February, and All then right. just run it on well, February. Well, there you go for Valentine's Day. Yes, she's about it. Yes, and the, if she's about it, that means Dorian's well, about it. There you go. But yes, they are a lovely couple, and and they are good people, and I would love to have them back. They were so cool, man. They were they were real cool, and as dope as the interview with Simone was, and it was both both the um, the review of coming to America, yes, as well as the, our misty night, with right? Simone, our extended misty night, right? Which you can find only on. Uh, com. It's an exclusive. Yes, an exclusive. You or or if you subscribe to Michelle Mission on iTunes or SoundCloud, you can uh, check right, it out there. Right, right. But as cool as that was, the conversation and the vibing that we did with her before the show. Yes. That we did with her and Dorian after the show. Once Dorian showed right. up, and then on the way walking to the train station. Right. That was even better. You know what's funny. I'm actually kind of reticent to talk to people about our trip because I forget what we talked about that we can't talk about on the show and right. what we talked about offline. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just, oh, you know, you they shitty real cool. I like them a lot. Yes. Cause you know, but let's, but, but to what you're saying, let's put it out there. You know, you know, we, they they took us into their confidence a little bit with a couple of things. Okay, easy pull up. Yes, they did. Yes, they yes, did. they did. Because because they weren't. I mean, they were guests. They were definitely guests on our show. Very and and we appreciate them as guests. Yes. And I'm not going to go so far as to say that we're you know bosom buddies. Right, I don't expect right, us right, to right, get right. you know invitations for for dorian's new year's eve party right right dorian i did trade recipes you did for for cupcakes oh wow yeah. see so, but I just see I'm the saying. key is to do all the dry ingredients together and then do all the wet ingredients together see oh. that's where i'd been messing up so oh so he schooled you oh i mean you know see but that's what i'm saying man we out everything we, i just said none of that was true they didn't know <laughs> They Here's the thing. I bought it because you were actually with me. I was with you because well, I still I, I don't know. You know, y'all talk when I wasn't. You know, right, right, right. I, mean, right. I was talking to Simone sometimes. Right. And you were talking and to Dorian, we vice versa. Sharing baking know. tips. Who knows? Right, right, right. right. Who knows? But it it sounded plausible. It sounded plausible. It sounded plausible because, like, I'm trying to get to is that we are. Friends, we That's we are nice. not just internet friends anymore. We're right, not just right, Twitter right, buddies. Right. I think I think we're we are actually friends. I think like if I posted a picture of my grand grandson 
on there or if you posted if you ever got on Twitter yes. and Instagram. Yes. Yes. You know, you got your social social game weighed up. Yes. And so that Simone and Dorian could could uh see your stuff. They would um very enthusiastically respond to such posts because we we are friends and cool people. As a matter of fact, um someone hit hit me up in response to the show and you know how Simone talked about how um you know how she improvised the whole uh sore thing. Yes. Yes. Showed up in there. So somebody hit us up and asked about a scene that she did with Frank Whaley and asking whether or not that was improvised a comment that she makes about too much um product too much product that's right and she point and she responded r- right away saying oh yeah you know what i think that was that actually was uh improvised so pretty much like that entire scene frank is all that and then frank liked um her response as oh. well well that's fantastic but yes they're wonderful people we'd love to have them back apparently we're going to have them back yes we will so stay tuned so it be said, so it be done. Just like White Pharaoh. <laughs> also, um, one last uh, response we got from Robert Monroe Jr. Of course, of what's course. going on, Robert? It's, it's not. It's not Wednesday if it, we don't talk yeah, to Robert. It's true. It's true. Robert hit us up and said that was a great episode. If I get invited to a Halloween party next week, next year, I'm going as King Jaffe Jaffer. And if someone asks who I'm supposed to be, I'm going to channel James Earl Jones and respond, I am not supposed to be anyone. I am the king of Zamunda. The king of Zamunda. The king of Zamunda. There you go. All right. All right. So um, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank as always, thank each and every one of you really taking the time it. out to listen and to respond. Yes, yes, very much. And we appreciate that. Absolutely. And feel free, if you are so moved, to go on to iTunes and rate and rank us there because that helps other people find the show. So just look up Michelle Mission on iTunes and uh, leave us a little ranking or a little little critique. Okay. Appreciate that type of stuff. All right. All right, well. You ready? That there, there goes the... The good mood part of this show. Hey, man. It's time to dig deep. Yes. Into Tyler Perry's Temptation Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. We have a billion dollars walking in and out of these offices looking for love. Um, Judith? We have a standard to uphold. That blouse, it's telling it all. So does your dress. What's wrong with my dress? Can you even breathe? How was your third week? Any better? That bad, huh? Why am I wasting my time helping old men get a date? Yeah, I can get out and start my own practice. A marriage counselor, I'd be on my way. Right now, you don't need to be thinking about that. (laughs) What's that? The largest social media inventor since Zuckerberg is looking to invest in my company. You run Landover Park. You run there? Every Saturday. With your shirt off? So all the pretty girls could notice you. Oh, you notice me running. How long you guys been married? Six years. I've known him for 19. He's the only guy you've ever been with. We're very compatible. We have nothing to compare to. The second year in a row, Bryce. I'm sorry. My husband forgot my birthday. Does he even notice you anymore? Touchdown! If you want me, then you say it. On the first page of us. Imagine me running into you. The future. 
If I had a woman like you, I wouldn't miss a thing. Hey, you must be Bryce, right? Yeah, Harley. I fell down when Harley helped me out. See you later. Nice to meet you. What are you dreaming about? I don't really dream anymore. What do you dream about? You? never seen you act like this. Talk to me. Judith! That boy is gonna hurt you something bad. I wanna feel alive. I wanna feel warning. You never know who you're married to. You start off one way and end up somebody else. You don't know how much I love you. Most women can't handle the kind of emotion that I bring. He gonna take you straight to hell. A reading straight from IMDb. Yes. An ambitious married woman's temptation by a handsome billionaire leads to betrayal. Yes. Recklessness. Mm. And forever alters the course of her life. Because she get to AIDS. Spoiler. <laughs> She doesn't get AIDS. I'm sorry. She becomes HIV positive, but it's a crazy HIV that hobbles her. She walks with a limp. <laughs> I actually have in my notes. She got the devil HIV that made her walk with a limp and made another actress player. <laughs> HIV gave her gout. It did. And Lance, Lance Gross loved Jesus so much that he got a new uh, acceptable brown wife, and all he did, he did like they 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 put powder in his hair to they show sure he did. had grown. They sure did, right? Because now that they was old people of thirty five, because <laughs> you know ten years had passed, and they were twenty five in the movie, so at the mm. end they were thirty five. But Lance Gross was old because they put the baby powder in his hair to give him gray. But Brandy was still stocking shelves. But Brandy was still <laughs> stocking shelves. There, there were many, many unresolved questions <laughs> at the conclusion of Tyler Perry's Temptation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Tyler Perry's uh, Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, written, directed, and produced by Tyler Perry. Yes. Um, starring Journey Smollett Bell, Lance Gross. Come on, you said all that. Come on, let's get to it. You Kim said Kardashian, all this already. Vanessa Williams, Robbie Jones, Renee Taylor, Ella Joyce, Brandy Norwood, Vince, <laughs> the floor is yours. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, as y'all have probably picked up, I am fascinated by this movie. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know where to start with this movie i think i think you know i will say this my my relationship with this movie Mm -hmm. people that i know you know people in my life friends cousins know that i have this you know like we've talked about on this kind of relationship with tyler perry right and you know i always say i I watch all the tyler perry movies i don't go to the movies and watch them but like when they come on cable i watch them and when this came out well first of all you remember do you remember the buzz like every four or five movies, Tyler Perry tries to make a movie, 
Yeah, tries to like do something that crosses like, over exactly. Like yeah. that's like he had the one with uh, with, with Nia Long about the 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 single mothers club and oh god, yes. Like every four or five movies, Tyler Perry tries to make a movie that kind of expands upon old church black ladies, like his base. Right. And when this came out, I remember it was the the the, the Russell Russell about Kim Kardashian. Like he had cast Kim Kardashian, this whole thing he was going to make this ambitious film and this, that, and the other. So I remember it being on my radar. And then it came out, and I just, like, three or four people called me and said, Vince, have you seen Tyler Perry's Temptation? And I said, well, I always said, no, I haven't seen it in the movies. I'll wait for it to come on okay with this and other. And people were like, no, you need to see this. Really? And you need to see this now. And I did something that I never, ever, ever do. I looked at a bootleg. Somebody gave me a bootleg, and it's something that I'm I'm adamantly against. Mm-hmm. I don't support it. I think it's thief theft. But people like it really was like they were like Vince, you got to see this thing, really. And I watched it, and it is it is it 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 is breathtaking in its misogyny and hatred. Of when, like it's actually breathtaking, and I'll say this, and we were joking about it when we were playing the trailer. When I heard that Journey Smollett was going to be the protagonist of mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. the very first thing I thought, I said, "Huh, Journey Smollett is a little light to be the hero in a Tyler Perry movie. Like that doesn't really seem like something. Like she doesn't seem like somebody like Tyler Perry would put in a film." To you know, you follow the Tyler Perry formula. You know that it's a heroine, and she's put upon, and then you know she finds a dude who's usually working class, and, and Jesus, and that kind of lifts her out of of whatever situation she was lifts in. Lifts her from her burden, right? right? And then she wins at the end, and oftentimes it's a wedding, and, of course. And then as you love Lynn, it's some line dancing. I have to have line dancing. So I said, this doesn't seem right that Journey Smollett would win, and sure enough. This is a film that revels in punishing her. Yes. And 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 sort of putting abuse on her for the crime of she commits two crimes in this film. And again, this is Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry movies exist in a very specific moral universe mm-hmm. where you know if you love Jesus and you operate in a certain kind of way then you are rewarded. You prosper. And if you don't, you are punished. Yep. And let's be very clear. Journey Smollett's two huge crimes in this film. She is ambitious. She wants to open up her own, you, you know, uh, marriage counseling company. Mm-hmm. She wants to have better sex with her husband. Those are her two crimes. So she works for this company and <laughs> oh, it's not just the company events. It it is the billion dollar matchmaking company that you know what. And and I was so happy that they talked about it at the end for thirty seconds. I've, I joked before about Tyler Perry movies where like this movie is two hours, but it took me four hours to watch it mm-hmm. because there there were aspects of the film that don't make sense. So I would stop it mm-hmm. and talk about it. I forgot, and I actually put on here, it is the seventh line of my notes where I got to Vanessa Williams, and I said, oh, Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams has this French accent for no reason. 
No reason. It's a bad French accent, and it's hilarious. Yes. So she plays the the owner of this billion dollar place. Uh, Journey Smollett is married to Lance Gross's character. You know, this is Bryce. her husband Bryce. They've known each other since they were children. First question that I had on it: Where's Bryce's family? We don't know. Is Bryce an orphan? Apparently, is Bryce like raised by the streets? He's like the artful Dodger and or Huckleberry Finn. Like Bryce don't have no family. Bryce just sort of wanders around. So she's married to Bryce. They've known each other since they were non. They they're childhood sweethearts. They got married. The only person that they've only been with been, only with, been with each other is, is each other. And that's part of the text. Yes. And that's important that they grew. And Bryce's dream is to be a small pharmacy owner. Yes. Which is amazingly specific and weird. Well, it harkens back to like he his, wants a little pharmacy because it harkens back to you know where they came from, right, right, and right. His upbringing, right. where the pharmacy is like the local soda shop, right. You, you know, know what I mean? you know they didn't say that at all in the film. Of course they didn't. Like you're giving it much more credit. Well, they didn't. However, you do kind of see allusions of it in the pharmacy that he works in because there's Coca-Cola. There's yes, prominent absolutely. Coca-Cola he works in this and pharmacy. Tables and chairs. That one of the other things that they don't show is that apparently he has a working time machine. <laughs> which I thought was something that should have been brought to the forefront, this working time machine that he owns. Because every day he goes and works in a pharmacy from 1971. Yeah. <laughs> I said, where in the hell is this? Why does it? Why does this look like an old-timey pharmacy? In Washington, D.C. In Washington, D.C. So they work there. Kim Kardashian plays. I couldn't quite get a handle of what Kim Kardashian's role in the film was. Let's set set it right because you were talking about the pharmacy and now you jumped to Kim Kardashian. Right, right. right. So she works works with 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 Vanessa Williams. Works with Vanessa Williams and Journey Smollett, whose character is Judith. And they work at the the billionaire matchmaker company. And I don't know if Kim Kardashian is a secretary or an office manager or or she's another counselor because she has this big office. Exactly. But she but in her earlier scenes, she does come off like she's more or less just somebody's assistant or secretary. Right. right. But she does have a big, you know, glass walled office. Well, they all have right. glass walls. And Robbie Jones plays Harley, who is the third biggest Social media inventor. Social media inventor behind Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. So he's a billionaire. Yes. And he's thinking about investing in In Vanessa Williams' company. Right. So then they hook him up with Journey Smollett so they can work on a a program or an algorithm to maybe take it online Mm. and have matchmaking. Mm. And then it kind of goes from there. Is that what it is? I kind of... I wasn't sure exactly how that connection was being made, but that sounds about right. Yeah, now. and it kind of goes from there. I will say this. I will start positive. This is the best-looking Tyler Perry film I've ever seen. Um, the cinematography, the, the sets. The sets are, compared to every other Tyler Perry film ever, the sets are fantastic. The, the, the Office... The, yeah, the, where the matchmakers. Yeah, yeah, the set design is is, is kind of nice. You in the, know, in there Harley's uh, apartment or Harley's place, his condo. Well, Harley's condo is it, Harley's condo is nice, but that's on par with what everything else in, in other Tyler Perry movies. 
uh, the the stripped down look of Judith and Bryce's apartment. Right. I appreciated that because that was more in line with what they said their you know their economics were. Although they never really said what their economics were. That's that was actually one of like I was trying to figure out the economics of it. Like he's a pharmacist. Well, he's a pharmacist, but, a, he's, but he's not the owner of the pharmacist. So no, but a, I think a ph- ph- pharmacist do all right. They do okay, yeah. and, and, and they were living in And Mar- it's just the two of them. They were living in downtown Washington, D.C. Right. But, you know, so they probably spending most of their money on the rent. Right, right. But, and he's driving the truck from Sanford and Sanford. Yes. Yes, I think that, too. Ah. <laughs> uh, I was surely looking for some bed rails in the back of in the hatchback. <laughs> right, of right, right. But she is, and and I, I, you know, we can certainly talk about this because this is something that that I think is maybe one of the more controversial aspects of the film. I think the film wants to argue that she is seduced by Harley. Yes, I think the text shows she's raped by Harley. And then after the fact, you know, the film content, you, you know, I don't like I actually put that to devil. God, like it was a devil raping, a devil. Raping. It was devil rape because then she kind of lost her head after it's like, well, like, yeah, like initially she, she says, I don't want to see you again. And she actually goes and, and, and there's this scene and she's in the bathroom and they're running the shower. And it's very much sort of the the stereotypical scene that films do after a sexual assault Mm -hmm. where you know she's in the bathroom and trying to get clean and this that and the other and then it kind of i I would say retroactively says that you know she did want it Yeah. yeah and now she wants him and then she gets drawn into the quagmire of of sex and drugs and alcohol and then again spoiler hiv this movie, uh, and we didn't even, you haven't even brought up Brandy. And Brandy goes and works at the pharmacy. Yes. Where Lance Gross's character is. Because Brandy's running away from something. Brandy is running away from someone. Right. In her past. Yes. It's, it's Harley, y'all. She's running from Harley. I don't know if y'all maybe picked this up, but, but like, that's who it's going to be. It's going to be Harley. And he was very abusive. Mm-hmm. in the past and and now she's on the run and you know she's on the run because every time she leaves she pulls this big hood over her head yes. like a cloak of invisibility mm-hmm. and exactly. then she and then she runs and she hides in an apartment yes so We're clutching a baseball bat clutching a big ba- clutching a baseball bat and that is pretty much the the plot well no the film opens and closes on a book end where you have a marriage counselor and you have a couple who are on the verge of of getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And the marriage counselor says to the wife after she observes that she thinks that the wife has is maybe thinking about cheating on the husband. She says, can I tell you a story? And, and, and this is also, it should be noted, after the husband has left the room. Right, right. The husband leaves the room and then the, the marriage counselor says, let me tell you a story about my sister. It's her. She's telling a story about herself, but she says it's about her sister. I actually appreciated Tyler Perry's restraint that she didn't say, let me tell you about a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you know, you know, it's a friend of mine wants to know if you get your stuff caught in a vacuum cleaner, how would you get it out? I'm asking for a friend. Right. But she says it's her sister. And then she tells this whole story. Yeah, she tells this whole story, which I, I, 
just the fact that she's telling this story to this woman, a story that, you know, it's dubious whether or not it it, it has anything to do with what the woman is going through. Right. Well, well, not to cut you off, because do you remember the do you remember what the couple says? The man actually says, I still love her. Mm-hmm. We've been together since we were like 16, 17. OK, OK. Yeah, I, and, I didn't. I didn't and then the that. woman says. I'm not happy in this marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm not satisfied. He takes me for granted. Okay. And then the man, then he says, I don't know what else to do. And then he gets up and goes out the room. And then that's when the marriage counselor says, let me tell you this story. And we jump into the way back. Machine. And then we jump into the way back machine. I, d- I still think that there was a little bit of, um, I think there was a little bit of uh, gray area there, professional ethics wise in her t- relaying that story to but maybe i'm wrong i don't know the business as well <laughs> um i don't know where you're going with i just have to say i I, I have to get this out of off my chest i've been waiting for two days to say this <laughs> this movie made me actively angry okay like i have never i have only one other time watched the film and could feel it bringing a a rage in me. Okay. And that was Rosewood. Okay. This is on a whole nother level. Yes. Rosewood was just the the audacity and the racism and violence of it all that was just getting my, you know, my my slave ancestry, like, boiling inside. This movie made me sick. Okay. Because like you have just said, there is so much blatant hatred for women. A specific type of woman. In this film. Well, you say for a specific type of woman. I think there's a hatred for pretty much everybody. Uh, every woman in this film. He obviously doesn't like the, you know, the whole, like you said, the light skinned woman who, who cheats on her husband. If you're not, if you're not down with the Lord, then you're, 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 you're going to be banished and going to be punished for everything that you do. Um, you, you can argue that he doesn't like really brown skinned women because the Brandy character has no agency of her own, but just hiding. And yes. it is only after Bryce who, if, he wasn't directing this film, is playing the Tyler Perry role. Because right. this is the role that Tyler Perry plays in every one of his movies. Right, right. Where he plays a dude. Right. Because um, Bryce has to come to her rescue. Yes. To Brandy's rescue, as well as uh, ultimately for to his wife's rescue. Yes. He has to be that, that knight in shining armor. Um, he doesn't have any have any love or respect for for Kardashians, otherwise he would have saw what she was doing and said, <laughs> um, "Look, honey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna start over." I actually put in my notes. How are you the worst actor in a Tyler Perry movie? Like, how is your acting so bad? It's distracting in a Tyler Perry movie, dude. She is, she is, she's bad. But thankfully, and 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 like you said, like you pointed out earlier. She's got third billing. Third billing. And she is she is a supporting supporting character. I think the 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 thinking is that white people like Kim Kardashian 
so this is going to help bring white people to this film. Well, <laughs> first of all, to that point, let's point it out that this is his highest grossing movie that he is not a yes. star in. So it, it grossed like a, close to $54 million. And based on his movies, and they're you know historically made for a, a very modest budget, it is considered a hit. I think grossing is a very interesting word, though, because mm. it didn't say profitable. It said it's high, the high, because like you said, the, the Tyler Perry formula is that he makes it for like $20 in a chicken box from Popeye's. True, true. This film, it's a little money in this film, so I'm wondering how much it actually made. Well, because I, I, everything I saw said grossing. Well, but but they say that all the time. I'm I, just I, saying. I would I would hasten to bet that it did make it did make its money, but there's a scene like there's nothing about this movie that I like. Like even you pointed out earlier, the uh, the Bryce character who was like the knight in shining armor, he's got misogyny in him too. Because he's a pharmacist, she's working, she comes home, they're 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 kissing and hugging and yada yada yada, and then he's like, Well, I ain't gonna feed myself. So she has to go run off yes. into the kitchen. Yes. He's like, Oh and dutifully. Yes. Like, oh yes, baby, let me go make you some yes. make you some dinner. And can I tell you what I hate about that? And he was home first. No, no, no. And can I tell you what I hate about that that situation right there? This is my this is a pet peeve too, and I'm gonna I'm I'm just go I, I I hate this when I see this. I hate the dudes who kind of set up the situation like I'm the man mm-hmm. and you the woman and we're going to do our traditional roles. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. But somehow the man gets let off the hook. Like I'm the man, you the woman. So you're going to get up and make me breakfast and, and you're going to make my dinner for me. But then you also have to go to work. Yeah. Like, I'm the man, you the woman, you're going to do all this stuff, you, you know, again, sort of these traditional roles that a woman is supposed to make, but you got to ride the bus to work, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to drive you to work, you know. I'm the man, you the woman, but these three dudes going to talk real crazy to you, and I'm going to say, well, it's not worth it, and, and you know, they could have had guns, and we shouldn't do this, and throughout this film, it lets him off the hook. Oh yeah, along those lines and along other lines as well. So yeah, there is a, you know, and then her mother comes and says, you know, you need to cook for your man and this, that, and the other. And again, I, I'm I just and this just her mother played by Ella Joyce. Ella Joyce. I just this is me. I don't knock nobody's hustle. So if that's how your family works and and you know and, and your wife is is raising. The- Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jackie's Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh, what's the best way to eat a taco? Vince, with your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce.
kids and and, and cooking dinner and, and everything and, and and you go to work and that works for y'all i'm all for it mm-hmm. but i hate that like i hate that like like you supposed to do all this and you gotta do this other stuff too yeah like you can't pick and choose right you work i work whoever get like you, you just said it because lynn Lynn, of course, is a very progressive, enlightened man. You said he got home first, and we all know the rules. Like, we all know the rules when, when you and your spouse work. Yeah. The rule is if you get home first. You make the dinner. Or just take care of it. Yeah. Like, order the pizza. You know, in my house, I always say, you know, you order a pizza. A pizza is cool. You add a salad, now it's healthy. <laughs> you add a bottle of wine, now it's classy. I took care of dinner. We got a salad and a bottle of wine. See? Add Netflix and it's a date. You had Netflix, <laughs> now you got date night. But she's up before him and she says to him at one point, you know, your your breakfast is ready. And I'm like, this is so well, I ain't gonna say what I what I said because mm. we supposed to be clean now. But but yes, I'm sorry, I mean to cut No, I mean, dude, this I, there is so let me look at my notes man and i don't take notes um journey smollett she's slumming in this movie there's the the direction of this film is so slow and sloppy let me start with one you gave one positive let me give one positive all right i saw it as a positive and that and in this film okay um one journey smollett and lance gross they are very very two very good actors they're they're mm-hmm. wasted in this film. They are good actors in that they've done good work. Oh, no, I think they're Journey not... Smollett is a good actor. I ain't ready to sign up for. Uh, Lance I think Lance Gross is not bad. Is a good I, actor. I think Lance. I'll has... go along with you. Go ahead. Lance has a certain uh, charisma about him, but he he's wasted in this film. I'll I'll give you that. Um, Robbie Jones in the role of Harley. He's annoying to me in this movie. He's very annoying. I actually I... liked him. See better but, than, but go ahead. But what I will say about him is that in the role that he has of the you know the devilish billionaire and everything like that, he's it, it, his look is not the is atypical for what is usually cast in in that role, and I appreciated that, that mm-hmm. he's he's not necessarily cast to type. Okay, um, and so I could appreciate that and. I wanted to to like him. I thought he was being trying to be a little bit understated in the beginning right. of the movie, but then I realized <laughs> that no, I think he just I think he just is mumbling. Yeah, and yeah. that's what he was just doing. Right, right. And then he continued the mumble, and then every once in a while he flashed this three dollar and fifty cent grin right. that would just annoy the hell out of. And him. then he goes full Satan in the last. Oh yeah, he Last goes full Satan. Hour. Even though you you saw you saw uh, rumblings of it right, after right, she right. has the bike accident, right? And he starts pushing on the white guy that right, you know, right, and beats him up. Well, he just pushes, right, right. right. It looks like right, it looks like but he's only just pushing. And then, but but that shows you two things. One, it shows you his aggression, his aggression towards the white to the to the guy who she ran into. Yes, and then two, it shows you his. Uh, his abusive nature to women because this right then, despite her protesting, he just scoops her up. Yes. And just carries her off. Yes. But that is, they kind of show that is, is sort of a romantic gesture. Yeah. And he's ro- standing up for, it. again, it's a lot of mixed messages it's in this It's very mixed messages because while I understand that that's what they're trying to go for, the, the, 
the fact of the matter is, is that she is she is protesting it. She yes, is saying absolutely. No, the entire time. So you think that was foreshadowing? Yes. You, you saying Tyler Perry put in some foreshadowing? Why? Yes, he did. You are granting him the use of a storytelling technique. I'm granting him an accident. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. It, it, all right. It, yes. All right. It was. It was definitely some foreshadowing. Hey, hey, he's learned a trick or two. He's written a play or two. He does know some things. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to. I'm not going hey, to knock him that. Hey, I'm just listening. I'm not going to gonna knock him that. He, he doesn't know his way around any type of dialogue <laughs> right. to, to save your life. And the the story beats are I mean. The hits just keep on coming, you know, like you say, she's this very good person. And then she's, you know, quote unquote, seduced by this guy. Yes. And then all of a sudden, then she just goes left and goes crazy. <laughs> and then it's calling him up. Right. And, you know, sneaking over there and she's all happy and, and everything like that. I and believe the phrase is he turned her out. Uh, yes. Because nobody makes love better than you is a direct quote from the film. There's a, another side effect of this movie, and, and me and you alluded to it a little bit off, off mic. Um, and it plays a part a little bit with what's going down in the country right now, because mm-hmm. you know we have a certain president elect that a lot of people aren't aren't very happy with. Hey man, right? And but what has happened with that is that people are starting to look at people sideways, and they're like. Why did you vote for Trump? What does your vote for Trump or your support of Trump say about you, especially if you're somebody that I know or, right, or, right. or, or acquainted with? What does it say about you that maybe I didn't know, but I need to know? Right, right. You know what I mean? So how do you connect that to this? I connect that to th- this movie in this way. If you are a woman, you watch this film. Yes. And you can come away from this film and like it. Yes. Find some type of any type Mm -hmm. of redeeming value. Anything to latch on that is remotely positive about this film. Then I have to question you. I've got to question your mind because I do not understand how any woman can watch this and not be appalled at the treatment of the characters in this film. You know, I think, and and, and we've talked, I I think it is, it is one of the great, the great questions when we talk about Tyler Perry. And I won't go so far as to equate a black woman that likes this film with somebody who either is actively racist and voted for Donald Trump or like racism isn't a deal breaker Mm -hmm. and I voted for Donald Trump. I do think it is a matter of who do you see reflecting you in this film, in this film. And I do think, again, I'm, I'm going to circle back to what I said before journey. Smollett's great crime in this film is that she was ambitious and, you know, we've talked about this before with um, Why Did I Get Married? And I think this is a strain that runs through Tyler Perry's films. A woman is not supposed to be ambitious. Mm-hmm. That goes against the natural order. A woman is supposed to be subservient to her husband. A woman is supposed to be, quote unquote, soft. 
a woman is all you know all these things and when you have an ambitious woman you get what you deserve i think the second part which is which it kind of fascinates me about this film she wants to have better sex so she wants to be sexually satisfied yeah. now now there you, you know there's this whole deal where she talks to harley and harley says you, you know you should have sex you know and it should anytime, be anytime anytime and you know it's Tyler Perry's absolutely adorable. Like, I love the fact that Harley, like Harley's ideas about the wildest sex you could have, like when he says he's, when he talks about the wild, crazy sex, is sex in the kitchen or sex on the floor. Yes. Like the wildest sex that Tyler Perry can come up with is the sex that everybody had 10 minutes after they got their first apartment. <laughs> like, like when you got your first place and you weren't in your mama's house. That's the wildest sex Tyler Perry could come up with, which I find adorable. I said, Oh, isn't Tyler Perry cute? Yeah. But then but I know where you're going. She wants to have it and brings it home to her with husband. her husband. Yes. And her husband says the line, and I gotta tell y'all, this was my line for a year. So Harley tells her, you know, you should have sex and it should be spontaneous and wild and like an animal. And I said, well, I don't know about the animal part, but okay, whatever. Yay, man. Again, I'll knock no, I knock no hustles. But so she goes home and she growls at, at her husband. Let's have sex right here. And he has made her a sandwich, which I thought was notable that he made her some food. Mm-hmm. Although I noted that I think he made her the food so that he could get this line out so she growls at him and says this and he says look we're not gonna do all this we're gonna have sex the way we supposed to have sex in the bedroom with the lights out and we're gonna fluff the pill by the way y'all these are two 25 year olds Mm -hmm. just need to point this out these are two 25 year olds he says we're gonna have sex in the bedroom on bed with the lights out the way you're supposed to have it and if you want to growl at something you better growl at this sandwich (laughs) Which, Lynn, you're going to have to beat me. You ready? Go ahead and mark the Tom. All right. That was the funniest shit I'd heard in like two years. <laughs> when he said, when he said, you better growl at this sandwich. <laughs> I laughed so hard for a year. For a year. I told people, you better growl at this sandwich. <laughs> because this film says that for Journey Smollett to want to have some type of exciting sex with her husband mm-hmm. is completely out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. It's completely out of bounds and it is and it is it is an illegitimate want in need and she should be ashamed of herself. Yes. How dare you. And the film mocks her for it. Yes. And then the film punishes her for it. Exactly. Because then she goes out and seeks that and gets that. Right, right. And well, no, she has it put upon she her. She has it put upon because be- he, because because she wanted it. Look at yeah. how she was dressed. So she so, put herself in the position. So let's talk about What that. did she think was going to happen? Let's talk about that scene because 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 I want to pay attention that it's us giving our viewpoint on this scene. On the airplane, as they're returning right, right, from right, New, right. His, New Orleans, right. They go to New Orleans trip. for a business trip. They have to do a presentation. Right. She's already told him that you know you're you're, you're basically inappropriate with me. I'm married. I don't you, you know I'm not trying to do nothing with you. And yes. he you know takes her on a trip. Even though while they are in New Orleans, they are they take care of business, but right. they are having 
friendly dancing, fu- dancing, and she's drinking them devil hurricanes. She's having, they're having a good time because she has two hurricanes and champagne. I watched her. <laughs> you, you, you were checking her, um, and then so they're on a the plane, his private plane. On yes, the way back. well, he's a billionaire, of course. Um, third, the, the third behind Zuckerberg. Uh, so he starts, you know, being more direct. About, right about his feelings about her yes and about wanting her um and not caring about the fact that she's married even though she repeats yes i'm married i'm married i i don't want this now is there a, a little bit of a, a look in her eye Absolutely. that maybe she's attracted to him yes and she and she gets breathless at some right, times right. in some of his questions and she's feeling vulnerable because her husband who she's been married to for 6 years and has known her entire life has forgotten her birthday yes Two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. That, I mean, that's that's failure. That's that that that's that's a flaw. And then the dude, you know, this Harley remembered and sent her flowers. Yeah, so she's her, feeling vulnerable. She's and, feeling very vulnerable. He he's he's putting in work. He's yes, put, he's putting his, his Mac down, and then he just gets up, comes across the 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 chairs. Yes, and goes in to to kiss her. She says, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Stop. He keeps, you know, trying to get at her and she is defiant, defiantly saying no. She pushes him away at one point. Yeah, she she could. Well, she's saying no, no, no. And at one point she actually does actively pushes him away from her. Right. And saying no. And he says, "Okay, now you can say that you resisted. Leans in again. Fades to black kisses her they she responds to the yes. kiss they make sure to show yes. that while it is it's a slow a little bit of a slow dance she does respond to the kiss and then it's a fade to black now in your mind that he raped her yes because again just like when he swept her off her feet after the bike accident at no time does is she does she give consent? No. Not only that, she actively resists with both her body language and her words. Yes. And then we just went through this. We just went through this with Nate Parker. Silence is not consent. Yeah. Everybody knows that, or you should know that. And then it faces, like, I absolutely think he think he raped her. Now, let me ask you, though. And in the film... Because again, I think it's it's what we see as a viewer, but then it's what the film wants us to take from it. Mm-hmm. The film makes it seem like she really wanted it by showing that she gave into the kiss. Yes, she received his kiss. Yes, and then she loses her mind afterwards and chase. But but go ahead. Well, I'm just that's saying, what bothers me the most about this film. Actually, th- th- that I'm that crazy scene? that way. Like the rape bothers me more than any other part of the film well i'm i'm curious because i want i want to be cognizant of the fact that we are two guys that are looking at that scene yes and as much as i as much as i don't know if i lean on calling it rape but i definitely can see that it's an assault of a of a kind um there is a part of me that is i guess it's an assault of a kind, but would I see it as a criminal offense? I don't think so, because in my mind, she did receive his kiss. However, I do feel that 
he should have stopped when she defiantly pushed him away. He should he he, he should have stopped. So I, I and just because she gave in, I, I mean, doesn't it's, mean it's, it's sort of like it's, right, it's, it's right. sort of like the 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 dark joke from It's Always Sunny, where where you know Dennis talks about having a woman out in the middle of the ocean on a boat. Like he says, I would never do anything, but the implication is there. But like you're here on this plane with me and. I'm curious though. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you, if when you originally watched it or watched it this time, if you watched it with um, w- with your wife. Yes. I watched this with my significant other, uh, Lily Tribble, and who is a fan of the movie. Okay. And even when we just talked about it a little bit now, she yeah, she, she kind sure of did into the whole yeah. him her being swept away. Of yes. It. That's how she yeah read the scene. It's only until after we kind of like you know, kind of like uh, redressed the scene to her that she was like, eh, well, I guess you are kind of right. Right. But um, having watched it when she originally watched it and having watched it just a couple of other days ago with me, she did not have a problem with that scene. Okay. At all. So I'm wondering did, did your... Oh, hot did you, fire. Hot yeah. fire. Oh, yeah. Wendy didn't... Wasn't going, oh, she wasn't going for oh, she, no. So she saw it exactly the same way you did. Absolutely. And, okay. I mean, and, and you know, and again, I think it's an ongoing thing. Like, 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 how dare this woman be ambitious? Yeah. And and, and to that, the, the and to be clear, want to have better relations with her husband. With her husband. But the whole ambitious thing, I I was another line struck me when she is talking about how she wants to be a, uh, early on in the film. She's talking about you know she's working at this this dating joint that she doesn't really like and she really wants to follow her dream of becoming a, a marriage counselor right right and owning a marriage counselor business business i you know hey hey <laughs> who man who am i to say what people are hey man for? we got a podcast we review black movies right i knocks no hustles no hustles no <laughs> no one's dreams right um and she has and she worked her way to a master's degree yes to go do this and, yes and now she's working at this dating anything he wants to become a pharmacist a, a small a small a, a small town pharmacist and he is working in his profession yes so when she t- talks to him about you know ah you know i really hate this job and that's really what i want to do well baby we are going to do that we, we you know you're definitely going to do that 10 15, about 10, 15 years. years yeah you know which you know what's not being said there is 10 15 years after i get mine right 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 and at some then point you're next you're gonna have to have a baby yeah. Let's not act like you just gonna be running around here and yeah. had no babies. Right. Right. And the the evil devil Harley at one point tells her some evil devil advice and says, put together a business plan and we can maybe look and see how you can go about doing this and you can start a small business. And I said, Oh, he's giving out evil business advice. How dare he give her the advice that maybe she can put together a business plan and maybe put together some type of plan to go ahead and pursue her dream. Yeah. I put evil. Can we can we talk about when he goes full devil? When he goes full when does when, he when he goes full Satan? So oh, when, when he comes into the house, yeah, because Jerry Smollett leaves leaves her husband and goes, and then they have to come back and 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 get her laptop, right? Because that's all she needs. It's all she needs. She doesn't need her clothes. She need all she needs is her laptop. You know why? Because she's an evil career woman. Yes, and all her, her all her evil work stuff is on that evil computer. I need my spreadsheets and her mother. <laughs> 
her mother has actually gotten some of the sisters from the church to come to the apartment and they formed some type of prayer warrior circle yes like the sisters at the end of beloved that drove out beloved i actually put in my notes tyler perry went and got the prayer circle from beloved they're gonna pray out the devil the devil of ambition and orgasms now mind you (laughs) mind you uh judith and bryce they moved to Washington, D.C. Yes. and she's, down south. No. She, what did she say to her? What did she say? Do you remember what, 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 what Judith's mother says to her? No. I knew when you moved here, oh, the yeah. devil was going to attack you. It's the devil of Washington, D.C. Washington devil city. It's Go-Go, Ben's Chili Bowl, Howard University filled with them uppity blacks. And the devil. Yep, that's what it, that's what's happening. So, so, but but mom lives down south. Yes, because she came visiting them. Yes, Bryce went and picked her up from right, either right. the bus or the airport so I, or something. I, 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 their, I think she was hand. in the colored section because when they showed the the scenes of when she was growing up, and there are several working time machines in the background of this film because in the beginning when they showed them growing up like I think they grew up in 1942 yes yeah. I was expecting to see like whites only signs <laughs> right I mean it's like Celia and her sister doing patty cake in the background but mom and her, so so that was earlier in the film when mom is there and she yes. leaves the house she packs yes. her bag and leaves the house yes so I don't did she, know what had got to any of you. Did she call down? She called down. Did she send out the like the bat signal? She called up somebody, picked up the phone, said, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. <laughs> tell him what you want right now. And she said, I need the prayer warriors to come up here. And we're gonna have a prayer circle. These are almost direct quotes, by the way. And they pray on a real hard. Gather together from the greatest churches around. The- <laughs> and when Judith comes in to get her devil laptop, mm. Harley steps in and pulls the laptop from her mother and throws it to the ground. Throws her mother to the ground. Throws her mother to the ground. Now, we skipped over the devil party he had because remember that he had a party at his place and his shirt was open and he was on the couch with two white women in Judith. And Judith. Yes. Looking like a scene from the um, the devil's uh, the what's it, devil's advocate. Yes. So, yeah, so, so I like. think they was having some devil interracial sex. <laughs> Group sex. <laughs> you, me, and she simultaneous loving. That's baby. right. Because Tyler Perry knows that's what goes down with these people. You don't go to church. You don't. At one point, uh, at one point, I know we're falling apart now, but but it is. It, at one point, at one point, Judith's mother said, "You don't call in for prayer meeting every morning like you supposed to." And Judith's like, "I got to be at work at nine. And she's like, "Well, the prayer meeting is at six a.m. So you can get up at six a.m. You can talk about Jesus with your mother, make Bryce's breakfast. Oh, got to don't forget his eggs, and then go to your job." So then she throws she 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 uh Harley throws Judith Judith's mother down 
they go back to Harley's place and 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 Harley loses his mind and because Harley is high on the cocaine. <laughs> Did we mention that they're doing cocaine now? They're doing cocaine now. You don't see it though, but yeah, yeah, they're doing the cocaine you see it, the Be, because Harley says, "Where's my stuff?" and then. <laughs> He does some nose stuff like President Elect Trump, mm-hmm. and then and he, then get, and, and mind you, it gets shaky cam. Yes, you know you got to fit the mood, it's and then he can't cam. find it, and then he beats up Judith. Yes, and makes her sleep in the bathtub. I said, "Boy, you real dirty. You beat her up. You could at least let her sleep in the bed." Nope. Nope. No bed for you. Nope. Also, I've given you the devil HIV, and then. <laughs> Bryce comes in, you know, beats him up. Although I have to say he's high and unconscious. I don't know how much beating up he did, but I guess I mean he threw him through the window. And then he take carries off. And then that's the end of it. And remember, this is an, an embedded story between the bookends, and that's when you find the twist at the end that the marriage counselor is actually Judith. Dun, dun, dun. And then she goes to pick up her HIV drugs from because the, she is HIV. Because now she didn't caught the HIV. Yes. And she picks up her HIV drugs from a small pharmacy mm-hmm. that now Bryce owns. And you know that some time has passed, approximately 10 years, because, again, Bryce is still played play by Lance Gross. But he has some cleanser in <laughs> But his he hair. has, like, baby powder in his hair yeah. to yeah. make it a little, like, grayish. And then an appropriately brown-skinned wife comes in with a little yes, boy. Yes, because what you also learn is that while Bryce did come and rescue Judith. Bryce don't want her Harvey. no more. He he he's gone. Bryce don't want you know why? Because she's tainted. Yeah, that's also why uh, he couldn't really get with Brandy. And because other- he kind of sort of made a pass at Brandy, and Brandy said, "You don't, you just hurt, and you don't really want me." Plus, and that's when Brandy tells him that she got the HIV. And mind you, this whole HIV that we're talking about, the HIV, it's kind of like the difference between Batman and, and the Batman. Okay. The HIV, the, the HIV doesn't rear his head until the last twenty minutes of the movie. Well, it's a twist. What's a twist? Twist, twist. Yeah. So, so you know, it's a twist. So, so not only have you destroyed your marriage, not only are you now addicted to the cocaine and the drinking, but you've also now got the HIV, and you got raped, and that's what you get. Because let's be clear, the film is saying. That's what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the HIV that, that I said at the beginning. Like, the, it's the HIV that's so bad that it turned her into a different actress, and she has this hobble that she does. I actually don't think that's a different actress. It's not Journey Smollett. I think she may have some kind of prosthetics on. That is not Journey Smollett in a prosthetic. I would not be surprised if that wasn't. There's no way that's Journey Smollett in a prosthetic. If it does, my respect for this film has just risen 20 points. Uh, no, you're right. That's it's a totally, okay. totally different actress. You, you, I was about to be really excited <laughs> if that was Journey Smollett, <laughs> like a nutty professor, fat outfit or something. A totally different actress. Yes, it was. Candace Coke. The, the, the devil HIV turned her into Candace Coke. <laughs> And made her hobble. She had to hobble. She had the HIV hobble. <laughs> HIV messed up her leg. God, I hate this movie. It is. It it is. It's such. A, it's such it a is, disgraceful it, it, thing. It, it is such a peak. Like part of the reason that I come back to it, and I've I've said it before that this movie is insane. It is. This is unfiltered. 
id of a certain type of mindset. It really is. Like, it really is. And, you know, I I, I think, I, you know, we talk classism, we can talk colorism, we can talk regionalism, because there's a lot of isms in this film. Mm-hmm. That, you know, like we kind of talked a little bit about it's this whole notion that they move to the city. And the city is filled with evil. Yes. Like just, just you know, it's filled with evil. You, you know, I, I would argue part of the reason that Brandy also gets branded. See what I did there? I Brandy see. gets branded with the devil HIV is because, you know, there's all this stuff about she and Harley were in college together. All free loving it. Having all that premarital sex. Because that's what happens. And, you, you know, again. It's the uh, the the colorism of of there is there is this masochistic kind of zeal in punishing Journey Smollett. Yeah, which I'm going to keep saying it. Her big crime, she wants she she's ambitious, like she wants to succeed in her career, and she wants to have better sex. Wow, with her husband. Who was never called out on his crimes. Who was never called out on his crimes. Never never called in question for his crime. And the reason why the movie doesn't call him out on his crimes, because according to the movie, there's a bigger enemy, and that's Harley. Right. And he's committed no crimes. Like, what crime did he commit? Yeah. I hate this movie. I really, I, I really actively hate this movie. I think it's a fascinating movie. It's, there's nothing fascinating. About I, this I movie. think there's the, nothing fascinating. I think the fascinating pe- fascinating brings to mind something that is that is uh, at least intriguing. I think the peek into Tyler Perry's head is fascinating. I think the fact that he that that this is basically his most ambitious film, I think, is adorable. So. So you you saying you don't think people should watch it, Lynn? No, <laughs> no, no one should watch it. Journey Smollett Bell should remove this from her her um, resume. So yeah, should Lance Gross. Yeah, I'm sure Vanessa Williams um, has totally excised it. I can tell this was act. This was nothing but a mortgage payment for Vanessa. Well, you know, or we've talked about this before. People believe in Tyler Perry. Vanessa don't believe in Tyler Vanessa Williams ain't need this check I wouldn't say I'm not going to recommend this I know this film makes me chuckle and then it makes me angry and then it makes me intrigued like it is actually a full cinematic experience for me Mm. well it's an experience it ain't cinematic because I don't like it at all and then like I said I am sort of I, 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 I sort of marvel at the hatred but then when it gets to like the last half hour again where he goes full Satan I think it's unintentionally hilarious. So there you go. No, no. <laughs> don't 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 go see Tyler Perry's. Don't go. I'm not even going to tell you where we found it. Don't because no. Don't watch Tyler Perry's Temptation, Marriage of uh, Confessions, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Next week on the Michelle Mission. <laughs> Next week on the Michelle Mission, I'm going to. Um, have us watch a film that I can't believe I'm saying this, but I never saw it. Oh, what's that? And I want to see it. So I'm learning right now too. Watch folks. it next week. What is it? It's Action Jackson. 
Really? I never saw Action Jackson. Oh, that's an interesting I've, film. And you know my you know my Action Jackson argument. What's your Action Jackson? It's the last black exploitation film. We shall see. All right. We shall see. Um, we had intended November to be our in celebration of for Thanksgiving. We wanted to make it our listener request month. Um, but with Simone Mystic's uh, interview running into September and then Vince's birthday and Thanksgiving coming up, um, the schedule didn't work out that way. So I'm going to move back listener request month to January. However, I do have a request for you. According to Twitter, for some reason, I can't go back to, or at least I'm having a hard time, going back all the way to the beginning so oh. I can see some of the tweets that people sent us about movies that they wanted to see. Because right, I want right, to right. get the listener requests in order. Right. So I'm asking you, all of you listeners now, if you have ever sent us a request for a film that you wanted us to watch and review, um, please resend it i'm going to try and collect them in as, in as much order as possible i have a vague recollection of what that first film was so if i see it then that's definitely the one i'm going to pull as our first film i know that it was a um it was a a, a woman that sent it in i just can't i can't find the tweet okay um so but please all of you have got movies that you want us to to watch resend them in we're going to celebrate the new year in January, we will celebrate that with doing listener requests. All right. So uh, please send them. You can email us at mission at gmail.com. As a matter of fact, if you can email them all into us, that's a, it's a better way for me to keep track of them as opposed to on Twitter. Um, but if you do put them on Twitter, make sure that you you know tag us, and, I, and I'll certainly look for it. All right. Okie dokie. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> Um, you can email us, like I said, at michellemission at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, every place a good podcast be, as well as on every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on WPPMLP 106.5 FM, Philadelphia Radio, People Powered Media, and also streaming online at WPPMFM.com. I'm Len, he's Vince, and parting we say. We'll see you when it's time to meet again. It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again.